the college football experience week three reaction show on the sports gambling podcast networks presented by win bet bet a hundred dollars at win bet and get a hundred dollar free bet head over to sports gambling podcast.com slash win bet that sports gambling podcast.com slash W Y N N B E T to claim your free bet today. This is Randy cross. You're listening to S G P N let it ride. Yes, yes, yes. Welcome. Welcome to the college football experience week three reaction show. My name is Kobe swinging database Dan, AKA pick Dundee. That's not a pick. This is a pick. He was raised in the land down under where a man thinks on his feet speaks with his fists and lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. I smoke and I drink and um, I don't have stress and I'm healthy. (laughs) Ah, Been been up since 4am folks and I'm still super, super, super excited because I mean, we got a lot to talk about. We got a lot to talk about. I am joined by my co-host. Give it up for former, former JMU Duke defensive back, the burrito eating, sideline kiss stealing, wheeling and dealing, Patty C in the place to be. Hi, well, yes, Kansas Jayhawks. Yeah, Kansas Jayhawks. All you fucking fools should have tailed me. You thought I was stupid. I knew I was fucking genius. You're a fucking idiot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> is that my song? Is that good? Or is I'm just uh, been drinking for twelve hours? Which one? That's that's impressive. That's is, that, a, is that why? Is that, that why is lyrically agents uh, are gonna exquisite. knock down my door? Oh yeah. <laughs> well done. Uh, well, uh, I master mean, of your craft. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just talk about it. Let's just talk about it. You know. What do we got? I got a lot of shit to talk about, but there's one. <laughs> there it is. There's one that people laughed at me. And look, I, it's I, I almost don't want to get ahead of myself because I could still eat shit. No, you can't. You've already. You've I've already, cashed, but yeah. I I also called for a bull. I called for a bull. Well, that's looking pretty good too. And you know, I'm I'm referring to the Kansas Jayhawks, my friends. All right, uh, over two and a half wins. I locked it up. Some people said I was a fool. But I don't. I, it's not that I just locked it up. I said they they could go. They're going to go bowling this year. I said six and six, six and six. I mean, I'm going to take a quick peek at their schedule. I think they can win the next three. I mean, obviously they got. I think the game of the week next week against the Duke Blue Devils. Yeah, credit to Stuart Mandel yes. for putting out on uh, Twitter that college game day should definitely be in Lawrence for Kansas versus Duke next week. Yeah, I mean, uh, both undefeated. Yeah, I mean, really. I mean, but the Jayhawks offense is dominant, man. 56, 55 and 48 are their three point total so far this year. That's that's essentially like 84 Nebraska, you know. I'm telling you, watch out. I t- I was trying to tell you, you didn't listen to me. You didn't listen to me this year. Why not? 
Uh, he didn't have spring ball last year. Well, and you know, I don't, I don't know. They showed some, they definitely showed progress in some ways, but I just felt like you're often very bullish on a number of fronts about some of these coaches. And while in the group of five range it ranks, they, they do live up to your hype when they jump up to the power five. This is the first time we've seen it where, you know, you've hyped a, a relatively I don't know if you would consider a Leipold an unknown coach to the general population, you know, prior to making the jump up, but I kind of would. So I didn't, I hadn't seen him like accomplish anything yet really. Uh, and then boom, now he's kind of dominating at the power five level with less talent than the teams he's beating. Pretty impressive, buddy. I hope he doesn't take the Nebraska job. I want him to stay in Lawrence. All right. Stay in Lawrence. That I mean, I feel like a fucking genius right now. Three and zero, three and zero. Duke on deck. The next three games are in Lawrence. Duke, Iowa State. Who, by the way, I'm on the over and I'm looking okay there. Yeah, and TCU, all winnable. All winnable. They could be six and zero. Iowa State tough. Yeah, but it's in Lawrence. Duke actually probably. Tough. Yeah, Duke looks great. Yeah. Uh, and I got a key in on these. Uh, there are, we do have. Uh, looks like like so. There's some games going on right now. If you're listening to this later, right now, uh, Fresno State just lost Jake Hayner, and it looked to me, folks, tell me uh, if he's back in. But it looked to me like that might be a season-ending injury, which would be gigantic yeah. news in the Mountain West. Um, so right now you have Fresno State down 11 to USC. San Diego State's losing by 35 to Utah, but they are inside the Utah 15. Uh, North Dakota State's up 21-17 on Arizona and Tucson. Uh, Eastern Michigan, Patty C. <clears throat> shh, shh. <laughs> I am holding a ticket of East Eastern Michigan on the money line as a 20 and a half point dog. Mm. Chris Creighton, that's one of my guys. There's one of your guys. That's one of my guys. Let's see if he gets the chance to make the jump. They're up by 10 in the third. Up by luck. ten and ten being the third. Hawaii's up fourteen three on Duquesne. Someone's got to win that game. Yeah. Um. So those games are all happening right now. Um. For uh, I don't. Okay. So they're saying that they don't think he broke it. Shout out to the people in the chat. Shout out to Chris Don Play, Dryden. Shout out to Dryden. Uh, he was out in Vegas. He's a he's an Oregon State Beaver fan, Patty. See, that's another one. Um. I know we're going out of sequence. Impressive. You, I, you know, Jonathan I locked Smith. up. You know, I locked up the over on them. What's uh, what was the number on six, that? Six, six and a half, I believe. Six and a yeah. half. That's looking good right now. What are they? Three and zero. Oh? Three and zero. Oh and uh, shh, shh. Don't want to reveal my hand till next week, but you know what's happening. They got USC on deck. Yes, they got at uh, Utah coming up soon. A humongous two-game stretch. This schedule is not easy though for them. The schedule's brutal. USC, Utah. Uh, Washington State, Washington, and Oregon all still left on the schedule. All of them looking really good. Yeah. Look, last week I hit on five double-digit dogs on the money line. Yeah. If you include Wyoming last night, which was one, I hit on Kansas. Now I know this line finished at eight, but I had it at ten and a half. It counts. That would be two for me. Yeah. And uh, Eastern Michigan three. Well, and then uh, Bowling Green was the big one for me. But you know, I I almost I also had South Alabama, and they fucking destroyed me. Mm. South Alabama should have won that game. Their coach goes for a fourth and two, like like pretends he's kicking a field goal. This would have been like a forty yeah probably three yard field goal, twenty seven yard line or something. Oh man, just just absolutely brutal. 
uh, goes for it. They're up by two. So if he makes the field goal, they're up by five. Yeah. And UCLA is going to have to about dri- a minute yeah. left. Yeah. They got to drive all the way down there to score a touchdown. And no, he goes for it. Doesn't get it. UCLA drives all the way down there, kicks a field goal, wins the game. I want to vomit, Patty C. I, I a little bit understand the logic behind it, but I think the smarter play is to kick the field goal. You know, and, trust well, and your you defense. don't do it out of a fake field goal audible. Like they went, they that what he did. Yeah. I'm saying like, if you're going to get the two yards, you line up and fucking beat them the way you've been beating them all day. I don't know. That's one where it's, if it works, it's a, it's a genius move. If it doesn't work, you know, it's a bad call, but it didn't work and it sucks because I think if they had made it, you're right. UCLA hadn't really shown that they've could on on demand. That one was a brutal loss for me. Absolutely brutal loss for yeah. me. Um, I still had a great day, but yes, let's get to it. Uh, out of the morning games, Virginia Tech beat Wofford by twenty. Didn't hit that one. No, I'm a bit concerned about the Hokies' offense. <laughs> I, I think. I mean, is there any question that you should be concerned about the Hokies' offense? That should not come as a surprise to is you. At that, week three, I mean, <laughs> they are terrible on offense. Yeah, uh, their defense though starting to come into traditional Virginia Tech form, um, but what is that going to do? In, in Virginia Tech's best years, they had athletes on offense, something they don't have now. And so, even if the offense wasn't that creative, they still had dudes, you know. And oh, yeah. that, that then they can get to those 10, 11, even twelve win seasons once in a blue moon. But if they're a, a non-explosive kind of vanilla offense and a great defense, guess what they're going to be? Seven and five. Yeah. Eight and four at best. And Chris in the chat is 100% right, I think. Virginia Tech is hosting West Virginia this Thursday. The early oh, line yeah. this week is uh, as minus two and a half for the Hokies, I believe. Uh, let's take West Virginia all yeah. day then. Yeah. Yeah. Um, UConn went to Ann Arbor and lost 59 nothing. I was on the right side of this one. I was not. I, I thought <laughs> I didn't think Michigan was going to get to 59. I thought they'd top out in the low fifties. Although in, against UConn, I probably should have figured. And I thought UConn was good for at least one score, which they were not. So the, they're bad. Michigan schedule. I just can't get over it. Talk sometimes. about a joke. Well, yeah. their point total so far, what 56, 51 and 59, but it doesn't mean anything. I mean, I think you mean- can make it an argument that all three teams they played are in the bottom 10 of the FBS out of conference. I think you can easily yeah. make that argument. Um, Cincinnati gave us a covered for, a for NC Nick, NC Nick locked up and bet Cincinnati minus 20 and a half. <laughs> Get those bets in early. By the time he I got to barely it, got that yeah, one in, it was 22 and a half by the time I got to it. So I did not get the cover. Yeah. I mean, that one was tough. Cause I don't know. It was just tough. Cause you didn't Gabbert. I mean, I said, I wouldn't touch any more than 20. I actually think I should pull that clip from last week. Cause I said anything more than 21, I'm taking Miami, Ohio. <laughs> I need to fucking tell. Hey, and, and Noah, if you hear this, yeah. love you brother. Clip <laughs> that thing. If you can, uh, Kentucky beat uh, Youngstown state 31, nothing. Um, this was one. I think I was right on the handicap here too. Um, where I laid the 20, 27 and a half, I think it was with Kentucky. But I said, like, I could totally see him calling off the dog since he's a Youngstown guy. And that's kind of what happened. Is he, uh, how is, uh, yeah, what was that? Uh, 28 nothing in the third at the end of three. So only three points in the fourth. Um, Kentucky, do you feel like they're legit yet? No. Will Levis 
377 yards, two touchdowns. I mean, I think they're good. I mean, that's why this this large playoff thing would be fantastic because like on any given Saturday, could they give somebody a game? Sure. Somebody not named Georgia, somebody not named Alabama. Yeah. I think they could I think they could play with Ohio State and Michigan. They're in that Notre yeah. Dame tier that Notre Dame would typically be at. Yeah, not this year. But um yeah, not this year. Uh, Texas State Baylor Baylor rolls uh, Texas State forty two to seven. Oklahoma Nebraska. This is one I was dead wrong with, especially if you saw the morning show. I was getting convinced. I was like, maybe we take Nebraska. No. <laughs> if anything, maybe they will miss Scott Frost because Scott Frost always played in one score games. <laughs> I think you are delusional if you think they would have kept it within one score in this game. Well, I mean, they did last year. And yeah. Oklahoma was fucking like what eleven and two last year. But they uh, Nebraska was a far different team. They, they won three games last year. <laughs> That's true, but they were a, a team that kept it close against good competition last year. This year, no. This year, all their losses were by single digits against terrible competition. Though <laughs> Georgia Southern just got rolled by. Uh, I'm just saying who? they did that last year when they lost to Illinois and they lost to other schools. They're just Touché. I don't know. I don't Maybe know. Scott Frost would have found a way Scott to keep Frost, it close. Scott Frost, man. I guess when your track record is that long of keeping it close, then yeah, maybe you don't just assume he uh, <laughs> he gets blown out for the first time. Um, uh, oink oink in the chat saying Nevada is refusing to forfeit against Iowa. They are in a th- in a third weather delay right now. That's awesome. <laughs> I agree. Look, se- it's only what was it seventeen nothing or twenty one nothing? Fuck it. Wait, what time is it? A win right is a win is a win. It's All 10 right? 16 here. They're, they're in what? Central time? 60 minutes of football, baby. So it's after midnight there? <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, Nevada. <laughs> that's that's actually key for your over. Yeah, let's go. That's key for your over, let's man. Let's go, Nevada. Let's get this done. <laughs> Do you get your money back if they. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> if cancel they cancel it all. this shit. <laughs> um, uh, what do you. I mean, Oklahoma looks super good. I hate that offense. Yeah. Kobe was harping on it all day, and he's right. You know, there's it, look UCF when they ran this with Josh Heupel. They didn't run this with with Frost, with Heupel. They do this fucking super fast te- tempo offense, and I feel like Hendon Hooker doesn't do it nearly as much as Dylan Gabriel or Jeff Lebby. I mean, not uh, who was the quarterback for Ole Miss last year? Uh, uh, Matt Matt uh, Matt Corral. Well, yeah. The, these two quarterbacks drive me crazy. They get these quick little skinny yeah, guys. It's like I'm gonna run quickly for six yards and do a fast slide. Yeah. And you know what's gonna happen to Dylan Gabriel it, yeah. when he gets into the pros? The same exact shit that already happened to Matt Corral <laughs> before the preseason's <laughs> even up. He's already broken in half. But you can get away with it in college and do these little Dude, slides. That offense drives me fucking insane. Yeah. Like, because I just feel like to me, if I was the other team, I would say, all right, if they want to pull that shit, like that quick slide shit. Yeah. I'm gonna tell one of my like reserves, fucking take him out of the fucking game. They do, you know the, what I mean? They do like this shit. We when we when we're complaining about college football, like oh, then let's just throw it up as a fifty-fifty and get the flag. Oh, let's just slide and like get the, uh, the yeah. late hit or whatever. Drives, they actually do that. It's a, it seems to be part of their game plan to get these yes, little yes it, pussy it, ass penalties. You know, it drives me absolutely insane. But they did look really good. They did look really good. It works. And it will be interesting to see how they play in the coming weeks. Works till it's time to get physical. Oh, I did have another dog today. <laughs> yes, we'll get to it. So, damn, did I give you four dogs today? Double digit? Mm. I think I might have. I think you rattled it. Yeah, I think I, I might have because yeah. I had the two lane green wave, my friend. That was a nice one. Because yes, that one was one I ate shit on. I locked uh, K State. 
plus four or minus fourteen. Well, buddy, I mean, we're talking about you know Willie Fritz well, and the Tulane Green fucking wave. We're talking it's about a guy a turn. who looks like a golden god, you know, leading <laughs> your offense. Yes, Not yes. Really. Michael Pratt. <laughs> he's, he's just a regular looking dude with yeah. uh, blonde hair. But you know what? We're going to hype him up like he's some kind of golden god. And you know what? He played pretty well today. He did. What did Pratt do? Let Shout me... out to the Green Wave. He had like 95 yards rushing, I feel like. I feel like he ran a lot today. I, I don't know that to be fact, but I'm just. I mean, the 95 yards. I do know that he ran a lot. I, I watched the fucking game. Oh, I'm looking at the wrong thing. Um. But shout out to the Tulane Green Wave. Look, so wait, I gave you Wyoming last night. Merrimack right. almost fucking hit for me. Pratt, 176 passing yards and a touchdown, 87 rushing yards. He's not a mobile quarterback. He's a baller, dude. He's a gamer. 87. He didn't slide. Yards. There was a pivotal play in that game he where he gamer. fucking ran through the safety in the in the line. Like that's I just I like quarterbacks to be football players. Pratt's a man. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to them. So yeah, I gave you what Wyoming then, Bowling Green, Tulane. The fuck were my other one? Uh, Kansas at ten and a half. Is Eastern uh, Michigan? They're up by thirteen right now. Uh, That's a huge one. That would be a gigantic one. Yeah, dude, I had Mary Mac yesterday. You want to talk about a heartbreaker? And I know I'm getting sidetracked. I had Mary Mac getting twenty eight and a half at Harvard. Harvard was opening up the season. Mary Mac one and one. I said, "Fuck it, I'm doing plus fifteen hundred on the money line." They're up twenty one to seven. With four and a half minutes left in the fourth, and they lose. And they're how many point dogs? I was getting twenty eight and a half, but I took Jeez. the money line, man. I took yeah. the fucking money line. And I thought I had it. I thought I had it, man. It was one of the more heartbreaking beats I've ever had in my life. Three minutes left. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. I don't know if that was a case of uh, Harvard flexing when they needed to, or uh, a case of just terrible luck. And I can't tell what it is when the SEC does this shit every week. <laughs> But it seems like it's a lot of luck, you know, and I'm sure we'll touch. Well, on it's these. not just it, it's normally not Georgia or Bama, it's like the the mid tier of the SEC. Yeah. Well, Florida's yeah. had it twice oh, now. Oh my god, that game! Utah doesn't need to throw into Don't triple coverage started. at the two yard line when you're down by three, <laughs> right? And then this week, South Florida, what is he? Uh, South Florida had that fucking thing. What if the guy doesn't throw? Just throw the ball out of bounds. Jerry Bohannon, uh, yeah, throws a dumb interception in in like his own twenty yard line. Yeah. They're up. There's six minutes left. They're winning. Florida hasn't really moved the ball offensively in the second like half. Falling on his back. Yes, throws just... it off the back foot instead of throwing it away. And then, and then the, they drive all the way down there. They're about to to at least tie it up, maybe win the game. And the snap goes low below. It's like just fifteen yard loss out of field goal range. Oh my god, that game was incredibly frustrating. Incredibly yeah. frustrating. But uh, look, I want to touch base on more. We're gonna go chronologically and talk about these teams. But uh, I gotta get this paid. I want to tell you that the College Football Experience Week Three Recap Show is brought to you by WinBet. Bet a hundred dollars at WinBet and get a hundred dollar free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W Y N N B E T to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by the Elias Sports Bureau. Yes, football fans, the NFL regular season is finally here, and as Week Two kicks off. Get ready to place your bets. Lock in your fantasy roster. But if you're going to do all that and be successful, you need to check out the Elias Game Plan app, the ultimate sports betting and fantasy companion for the NFL, NBA, and MLB. It's got everything you need to give you a competitive advantage, people. And it's the only sports app from from the most trusted name in sports. Yes, the Elias Sports Bureau, official statisticians of U.S. pro sports leagues, including the National Football League. Uh, 
NFL season's here, so don't wait. Download the Elias Game Plan app today. That's E L I A S. And right now, I have a special offer when you subscribe. You can get a 14 day free trial off a monthly subscription plan, but only if you use the promo code SGPN. Find the Elias Game Plan app in the App Store, or Google Play Store today and use that promo code SGPN. We're also brought to you by Fubo TV. If you watch football, you need Fubo TV. Fubo TV gives you complete coverage of college and pro football with NFL red zone plus games in 4k at no extra charge. There's over a hundred channels of live sports and entertainment for a fraction of the price of cable patty. There's no contract. There's no commitment. You can cancel at any time right now. You can try Fubo TV uh, for free for seven days and get 15% off your first month. Just go to Fubo TV.com slash SGP. That's F U B O TV.com slash S G P Patty C. All right. So I want to, I know I was listening to last week's episode because I'm a maniac and I like to listen to myself. (laughs) Um, And, uh, and I want to just let's, as we go through these, I just don't want to say, Oh, this is the recap. I, we hit or we didn't, but we're going to talk about that. But so Cincinnati beating Miami, Ohio is Cincinnati, the top team in the AAC in your opinion right now. I don't know, but I'm looking at uh, Tulane in the standings. Watch out, man! <laughs> Watch out. Their opponents, one eleven to twenty, so far the only undefeated team left remaining in the American. Watch out! Watch out, indeed. They have to go to Cincy on the last. So game blindly of the right now, and I yeah. know we look. We can. I don't want to hold you to this because it's week three. Yeah. Blindly right now, if you had to take the top two teams in the AAC, who would they be? Well, they're not going to have a championship game. I mean, they don't have divisions anymore, right? No. Um, the top two teams in the AAC, I would still probably say Cincinnati. I think Tulsa after today, you have to consider as a possible. How about eat my, my pirates, man. They're playing good ball. ECU is yeah. playing. I don't know. It's a very tough, uh, yeah. tough division to sort out. SMU right now. almost knocked off Maryland. I mean, you got. UCF and Cincy still in there. Memphis UCF got the dub. Nicely today. Memphis got the dub. Yeah. Houston looks a little shaky. Um, I just wanted to key in on some of these ones. Like how, like how about Kentucky in the sec East, even Memphis. Eh, okay. But got the win, got the win, survive in advance, baby. Uh, you say Kentucky and like, SEC? like talk to me about Kentucky in the sec East after watching Florida today. And after watching South Carolina, well, they already beat Florida. So yeah. Um, they're the clear cut. Do you think? Tennessee, do you think that you think Kentucky's better than Tennessee? I think that's, that's close. I think that's close, right? I think yeah. Tennessee. I think I kind of lean Tennessee. Very. Explosive. I kind of lean Tennessee there. Maybe. I mean, Tennessee's been playing decent defense too, but Kentucky, I would think, is the is a better defensive team. And so, where's that game being played this year? Knoxville. Interesting. Yeah. On that, I would have to, I guess, lean Tennessee, but I could easily see Kentucky doing it. Are either of them going to beat Georgia? Most likely not. Um, I do want to check. I, I I believe Georgia has to go to Kentucky this year, though. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if that's going to be enough to get them over. I the don't home, know. Georgia looks so fucking good. It's going to be a yeah. wild environment, though. Shout out to Noah Beanig and Oink Oink in the chat. Oink Oink says, "I got KU go winning the Big 12. Noah, I was just mentioning you uh, to perhaps uh, pull a clip where I said if Miami Ohio is getting more than 21, take Miami Ohio. Keeps if it's Cincinnati twenty one or below, take Cincinnati. If we could pull that clip, that would be yeah, fantastic just, just because that was that was just that was just fire. We'll, we'll be feeling himself feeling right really now. good over here, folks. <laughs> or can, any of the Kansas content. 
I mean, I know I'm really into myself right now. I'm probably <laughs> no one probably fucking wants to listen to me. You're like, dude, you're you're a fucking loser. You know what I mean? You fucking just watched 15 hours of college football while drinking yeah. whiskeys. Makes you the greatest man That's in the world. That's true. That's uh, true. But um, how about this then? Okay, so we talked SEC East, and how about? I mean, let's talk Georgia. Georgia's the best team in the nation, right? I feel like they're better than Alabama right now. Uh, flip a coin. Really? Know. Cause Alabama didn't look great against Texas. Georgia has looked fucking dominant. Yeah. I mean, they have looked better to this point, um, but Alabama still kind of turns it on. Well, they're almost up 35, nothing. Granted it was against uh, ULM, but they almost got it. Uh, Oregon beat BYU today. You see what Georgia did to, to Oregon? Yeah, I don't know if that always translates week to week or like, you know, uh I'm just saying like Alabama looked vulnerable against Texas. Georgia has not looked vulnerable yet this season. Right now, I would say if I had to bet who would win a game in a neutral site, I would say Georgia. But as well as Stetson Bennett has played, I still watched Bryce Young make magic when he needed to. And so uh he'll be able to do that against Georgia too. I agree. I agree. Um all right, let's move down the ranks here. Army, shout out to Jeff Monk and getting that dub. They got that dub against Villanova with zero yards passing. Sometimes, look, Army was zero and two, and I had him zero and two. Believe it or not, I can clip that one too. All right, <laughs> full clip over here, like Gangstar. Um, uh, they didn't complete a pass. Sometimes you just got to say, you know what? We haven't been winning. Let's not throw the fucking football and let's yeah. win the game. One attempt, it didn't go their way. They said, ah, we're done with it. Yeah. So uh, it was probably an audible by the quarterback and Monk and said, "What are you doing, you piece of shit? Get on the bench, all right?" You know, and guess what? He must have listened. There must have been criticism. In fact, on last week's episode, no, if you want to get on it, no, don't worry about it. Uh, <laughs> I said, "Get away from trying to throw." They three hundred passing yards. He wants yeah. Scott Frost's job in Lincoln. He wants to throw the ball. He said, "You know what? You know what's more important than putting up good passing stats." Winning the damn games, mm. so he throws one pass. It's incomplete. Runs the rest of the way and gets the W. Mm. Well done, Jeff Munkin. Back on track. Yeah, getting that, getting that win against a good Villanova team. Uh, Abilene Christian covered against Missouri. Patty C. Missouri's not very good. Abilene Christian not going to help you that you uh, did a fair catch on a punt return inside your own one. <laughs> Great play. I did that in high school. Not at the one, but uh, well, I think it was the five. My uh, coach put my said, "Put your heels on the ten and don't step backwards." And uh, we were playing against the guy who went to punt for Florida State, uh, and this was back when Florida State was awesome. So the punt went like five hundred feet in the air, and I just I couldn't help it. I stepped back, stepped back, and I fair caught it on the five yard line. Fuck, man. Uh, that I mean, Missouri is one that I don't think is very good. We'll see as the season prolongs. Another one that might not be very good is uh, the former Missouri quarterback transferred over to Indiana. Indiana. <laughs> oh man. Shout out to cousin Mush who was watching the games with us. Uh, he was in the studio today and, and he had Western Kentucky on the money line and man, <laughs> Western Kentucky was the better team oh, and they man. lost that game. They oh, were the man. better team and they lost that game. They were in control of that game. The whole that fucking was a close game. game, the whole game It was, but Western Kentucky seemed to be in control of that game. Yeah. Um, Indiana is three and O. Is there a more counterfeit three and O team in America than the Hoosiers? Uh, well, don't they? Isn't there a Big Ten? Uh, well, Rutgers is three and O. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, no, and Maryland, yeah. right? The whole the whole Big Ten East is undefeated. Who else? Uh, who else escaped today from the Big Ten? Uh, wasn't it, I feel like there were two. 
Ma- I'd say Maryland against but SMU. Early on, we were Rutgers watching. against Temple. Oh, that's right. And they, then they were the one. Yeah, because Temple then, had them on the ropes. Yeah, yeah. Um, Patty C. Uh, what do you make of Indiana? They're three and zero. Counterfeit. And I actually left this like after watching this game. I think I'm, I'm like Western Kentucky is better than I realized. I think they're going to be better than I thought they would be in the CUSA. Uh, without uh, Ki- uh, Kitley, without Zappy, without you know Tinsley. I mean, they you, they lost a lot. The coordinator is uh, Kitley's like right hand man. Yeah. yeah. So kind of keeping that offense going pretty well. Uh, Southern Illinois, the Salukis. I think we we they deserve this. I was on the Salukis plus sixteen, and I'm kicking myself that I didn't bet the money line because I actually thought, hey, that could be a game. And knowing Northwestern's history, like perhaps maybe the last time they played Eastern Michigan or when they lost to Illinois State, they are vulnerable in these matchups. I think uh, I think North Dakota State might have got it one time too. Well, when your home crowd is seven people, <laughs> what okay. is up with that? How about UCLA's home crowd today? I don't understand human beings in 2022. <laughs> UCLA deserves some of the blame because that game's on early as shit here. Yeah. All right. At least it's like normal times on the uh, for Northwestern. Yeah, you're getting like a what? Probably one o'clock. Kick, like two like o'clock. UCLA's football stadium's an hour away from their campus, and they're playing games early as shit. Yeah. All right. Like if you went out last night, you went out with the wife, went out with the kids. I don't know. Went out and got bombed. Right. It's fucking hard to say. I'm gonna wake up, then I'm gonna drive yeah. far as shit away, and then you know go to this game with twelve people. Yeah. Against. What you would think would be inferior against, against no no against uh yeah against South Alabama which I guarantee you your average UCLA student didn't know South Alabama had a football team yeah look and I'm not making excuses for UCLA fuck UCLA but I can understand it a little more a little more like there's like twelve you drive to the Rose Bowl and you pass like five football stadiums all right right you pass you, so far so far you pass the Coliseum that soccer field where LAFC plays yeah. You gotta go. You go by Dodger fucking stadium, right? You go through like all of LA to get to this one stadium. Stupid. It's just stupid. Look, I like the Rose Bowl. I mean, not really, but because their security is a bunch the of Rose hacks. Bowl but is I mean, even more <laughs> drastically like pathetic because it's a hundred thousand seats, you know, and you've got two thousand people in it. But I feel like night games do okay at the Rose Bowl. But you got it. Why are you playing this early? Yeah. What was there a fucking Jay Z concert tonight or something? I don't understand. Right. Uh, but Northwestern, I'm like, that's a normal time zone. That's a, that's at a more decent time where I feel like it's normal over there. It's also very close. I mean, Evanston is not that far from Chicago. You also already beat Nebraska, who you've you know, you've also represented the Big assumed. Ten championship twice in five years. Yeah. What am I missing? I went in, this summer. I was watching uh, Gary Barnett. Tape of Northwestern in ninety six, ninety five. Their fans showed up. I mean, they weren't like they weren't rocking, but I'm saying like they shout out pretty good. Yeah. When I watch the game today, I'm sitting there like this is fucking. This looks yeah. like one of my comedy shows. You know what I mean? There's seven people there. You know what I mean? Well, the, uh, attendance has been on the decline in general. You know, for a couple of decades now, I feel like. But uh, and another thing is they're taking on Southern Illinois. Isn't there some fucking alumni that want to come up to Chicago, get bombed, and watch your boys play an FBS? Yeah, they're only like three hours away. What the hell's happening here? Come on. Shout out to the Salukis, though. They have that awesome helmet. One of the best helmets. <laughs> it's like a fucking. Oh, a- AM needs to do that. 
Just yeah. put the lassie on the helmet. Maybe they get some of that luck. A <laughs> and M did uh, hold off Miami in a nice rebound game there. Uh, they didn't look great though to me. They didn't, and Miami I, I, didn't I, look I, great. I, mean, I took A and M minus five, so I mean, nice. There you go, solid there cover. I did not. I took Miami, and I feel like they should have had that cover. Um, but unable to convert anything but a field goal, and even then, they uh, missed oh, a few I got a, I got a great stat for you. I know we're going out of out of sequence a little bit, but Miami is the first team since they only they only went back according to Matt Brown, not Mac Brown, <laughs> Matt Brown. Uh, his tweet is that Miami is the first team since the year two thousand, at least. They went back all the way to two thousand, right? To record twenty-seven plus first downs and score zero touchdowns, really. So at least twenty-two years of going back of data, yeah, <laughs> and it might be longer. Yeah, just moving the ball. Twenty-seven the first downs, field. zero touchdowns. Well, I mean, it stood out to me, and this was, uh, you know, your argument about uh, Mario Cristobal kind of encapsulated into at uh, least. I'm gonna make a fortune when when they get when they get good. When fading him in big games, <laughs> yeah, I can't wait. I mean, just the decision making. Uh, what was it? I feel like there was a, a short yardage situation where you know they needed the points, and he just elects to go for three. And it's just, dude, you got to play to win a little bit. You can't just—he's playing the Pat Narduzzi, super conservative yeah. offensive they line need to, coach. They need to play each other. I know they, they're in the ACC, so it's going to be very exciting when they play each other. <laughs> but uh, nine to six, fine. Yeah. Um, just, just, uh, Hey, I hit, I hit on that, but uh, all right, moving along. Uh, but what do you make of Southern Illinois? Great. Another FCS win Northwestern. Here's what's crazy is you just got whooped by Duke. You just got whooped by Southern Illinois. You're still one to know in the big 10 West baby. It's a brand new season. That's right. <laughs> That's right. It's a brand First new fucking season. <laughs> yeah. um, Purdue Syracuse. Shout out to Nagels Bagels. That's my guy. Great guy. And you know, talk about one of the most nonsense yeah, endings. To yeah, Nagels. I'm even going to give you a pass here. Although I'm I'm high on Syracuse. I took the over, and I think it's gonna I think it's gonna go in the right direction here. Robert and I has got that offense looking a lot better. The defense is actually pretty impressive. But today was kind of a crock of shit. I think if you're a Purdue fan, you feel robbed. That final drive. Can we talk about that final drive? Well, let's talk about the touchdown. Uh, who's a tight end for uh, Purdue? Number eighty-seven, Payne Durham. He's a beast. He is a beast, yeah. and it was a great touchdown. But he immediately starts talking shit right after the touchdown, <laughs> and then after the extra point, he starts talking like a ton of shit. I like right? it. Yeah, it's great. But then be smarter. The, yeah. they throw Don't the- throw a flag on that. Shit talking's fun. Yeah, but you just got to be a little smarter than that. He's just like for like three minutes like, straight. Fuck like, you, yeah, right? right? And then, and then the uh, special teams coach for Syracuse uh, gets the fifteen yarder. So they haven't even kicked the ball no, off for yet. Purdue. You mean or for Purdue? Yeah, and they haven't even kicked the ball off yet. They've given them thirty yards and penalties on the on the uh, final drive with what they have like a minute or less than a minute left yeah. to go the yeah length of the field and get. Do they need a touch? They needed a touchdown, right? They needed a touchdown, I believe. Yeah. And then, so they just keep getting penalties on critical third downs or whatever. I think the only Dude, positive yardage. Some of those penalties actually were a little bogus. Drive, yeah. Was yeah. the final touchdown? Was the final right? touchdown. Yeah. I think yeah. every other yard they gained on that entire drive. Didn't they was, call it? Was that one a roughing? 
I don't remember I the sequence, but I just know I was sitting there like, okay. I, I think have... there was like a fourth down roughing when there was like yeah. an incomplete pass. Yeah, like, I think dude, you're right. That's when you were saying they're turning this into the NBA. <laughs> they, a... they, dude, co- uh, look, not just college football, football. Yeah. The, the, please stop throwing the fucking flag so much. Yeah. Especially All right? in There's like too much on pass interference. Yeah. There's too much on targeting. There's too much on roughing the passer. Relax. Let's play fucking football. And, it, and it's just predictable. Who, this was, who's in charge of this shit? I don't know. We, we think it comes from the NFL. If it does, it makes sense because lo and behold, last year, every playoff game was like, a, it came down to a field goal on the final play of the game. That's, There's just so many 50, 50 pass interferences that are caught. I feel like it's way, you know, maybe it's just the fact we have God's eye and we watch 8 million games at once, but I just feel like it's way more than ever before. And same with the targeting. And it's hilarious because every off season you see these like demands for like, Hey, we want to make the game shorter. Hey, uh, give pick Dundee a call. I'll tell you how to make the game shorter. Yeah. Stop throwing the fucking flags. Yeah. All right. On, on questionable plays. We don't like, need three if it's blatant, on the yes, final drive of every game. If it's blatant, call it. Yeah. But most of these are not blatant. Most of these you're like, uh, uh, uh. it's yeah. ridiculous. And, and the fact that they call it different on the final drive of the game than they do it for the majority of the game. It's just like all of a sudden they call it to whatever's going to create the most entertaining product. And that's where it's kind of like what the NBA does. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you're about to, the game's about to be over with 30 seconds left. Yeah. Here's some drama. 30 more seconds. Here's some drama out of this. Uh, Either way, I I hit on Syracuse. Hope you followed Dundee and uh, West Virginia won 65, seven against Towson. Guess who locked up dub V let's go. Come to the land down under. Make sure you check out all of our picks at sportsgatheringpodcast.com, college football section. Hit picks uh, because I did lock that one up this morning. Which one was that? West Virginia rolled Towson 65 7. Yeah. How about this one, though? Buffalo gave Coastal Carolina a game. Buffalo covered the 13 and oh, a half. A scare. The Sunbelt, I don't know how to explain this. They kind of regressed today. You got Marshall losing to Bowling Green in overtime. You got South Alabama, who had a great showing, and in my opinion, call that a regression. I'm just saying South Alabama looked like the better team. They should have won that fucking game. They lost, so in that sense, it's regression. Uh, Coastal Carolina look a little iffy. App, we will talk about in a minute. The Yowzers. ODU, gosh, I had ODU on the money line. Mm, mm, mm. Brutal. It's just ridiculous. Okay, I'll move along then. Central Michigan blank buck. Now I hit on that. I was on the wrong side of Murray State plus twenty one against Ball State. Feel free to tout any of those if you're uh, if you're if you're betting Central Michigan and Bucknell Petty Sue. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I did hit on South Alabama plus fifteen and a half. Let's go. Got that one too. I don't think I don't think I locked that one. Maybe I did. I lost a shit ton of cash on Rutgers Temple. Kurt Warner's son apparently. Is the next fucking Roman Gabriel? <laughs> there, it's in the genes, <laughs> dude. For his first start ever against a Rutgers defense that had played pretty solid, let me get a stat Is he line. A freshman, yeah. First start of his career, he was nineteen of thirty-two, two fifteen, a touchdown and a pick. Hey, Stan Drayton, I think you got something there. All right, just keep playing outdoors. And don't listen to his fucking father. All right, um, yeah, Rutgers. It's three and oh. They're uh, alive. If Rutgers plays Indiana tomorrow, who are you taking? 
I think I'm taking Rutgers. I think I'm taking Indiana. I don't know. <laughs> if Rutgers, Maybe you're right. If Rutgers plays Maryland tomorrow, who are you taking? Rutgers. I'm taking Maryland. Are you? I'm a little more convinced that Rutgers defense is uh <laughs> they won 16 to 14 against Temple. <laughs> well, they only let up 14 points. What have they done in their other games? Uh they beat Boston College and they beat Wagner. Yeah, they've let up a total of 42 points in three games. Uh they play good defense. Close wins is the nature of the game. One point win against Boston College on the road, two point win against Temple on the road. I don't know. Do. You're talking now, you're talking yourself into it. How about this? They get Iowa in Piscataway next week. Oh, that's a winnable game. Six three. Is that final. Friday night? Tell me that's Friday night. Saturday. Damn it. Uh, all right, we want to talk, talk more games here, but first I want to get us paid. We want to tell you the college football experience is brought to you by No House Advantage. No House Advantage is changing the game by offering the most dynamic fantasy sports platform available today. Play and pick them contest versus other people for a shot at winning two hundred fifty thousand dollars in cash. Holy hell, that's a lot of money! All right, download the app, choose a contest, select your player props, earn points for correct picks, and climb the leaderboard for your shot to win big money every single day. You can also win like. You can test your skills against the house and win up to 20 times the amount of money you enter. So check that out. Sign up with the promo code SGPN at nohouseadvantage.com or download the app to get the first deposit match of uh, up to $25. Rasa brought to you by promoguide.us. Yes. If you, uh, you know, promoguide.us is the best place to go if you're interested in plus EV betting strategies and making consistent profits from sports betting. And I got to say, we've been looking at their daily promo updates and they have some of the most informative in the game. They don't tell you necessarily, you know, what team is the most probable to win, but uh, they'll more so like tell you where to get the best odds and how to track down and cash in big on constantly changing promotions. Uh, if you're not already using uh, mathematical models to help you with your pack with your picks, what are you doing folks? Go to promoguide.us and check out their hundred percent track transparent and proven method for betting smarter. Once again, Promoguy.us, you get consistency, and consistency gives you profit. We're also brought to you by Sleeper. Sleeper's the fastest growing fantasy platform uh, uh, going out there today. They got millions of different players. I mean, come on. Probably already have a fantasy league on there. I know I do. It's a game changing product, unlike anything else in the industry. And now you can win on Sleeper by playing their brand new over under game, which I played today. And damn it, Tanner Morgan. Everyone else hit. I had Payne Durham. I had, I don't know, so a bunch of others, but Tanner Morgan didn't throw for 160 or something mm, like that. Brutal. You know why? Because Colorado sucks ass, and they're just like, let's just run it to Muhammad yeah. Ibrahim all yeah. day. Who yeah. ran for over 200. Yeah. Uh, but either way, you want to check out Sleeper because those apps, I mean, those props that they have in the app, is, are, they're just fantastic. On your mobile phone, join our listener group on Sleeper at sleeper.com slash SGP, and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. That's promo code SGP. Once again, sleeper.com slash SGP, and uh, get a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. 